Patrick Holly, what's up, brother? Ralph, how you doing, buddy? I'm how, doing. How are you? I'm we're, doing. We're, I'm doing great, man. How you doing? We're we're here at the campaign show uh, studios. We're in the mornings, so you don't you don't have to do mornings. We have to compete with all the daytime ladies, right? So we've got like a fat black woman named named uh, uh, Shaquanda or something, and she's gonna be part of our team. She's gonna dance because they all wow. do the day. Yeah. Have yeah. you seen the talk? Not even sure. the view, but like the talk, like like off-brand view. Like there's a lot of dancing that goes on in this in this time slot. So we're looking forward to it, really. Yeah, you have to have a fat black chick dancing around. It doesn't have for to make luck. any sense. For yeah, good yeah. luck, right? For good luck, she makes it rain. Yeah, she's like it's like a rain dance. Yeah, yeah. Except with dollars. Yeah, you're right. What is it with all the daytime talk shows dancing? Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I say that, but I get up and dance on my show too. So. Maybe I got that from daytime TV. I'm not sure. Um, but how you been, man? It's been, I forget the last time you're on. Sometime early summer, I think. Of course, I saw you in Florida. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I won't go into all that. Uh, but yeah, it's been a while, man. I hope you're having a Merry Christmas. Yeah, Ralph, it's good. It's it's good to be here. You know, we did the 22 Days of Chaos. You know, that was my buddy, Noel Fritch. He was the driving force behind uh, the motion to vacate, which was uh, used for the third time ever. The first time successfully to overthrow a Speaker of the House, courtesy of Matt Gates. So, you know, there was 22 days of chaos. That was pretty fun. We were in the center of the conversation. But then it ends up with this Mike Johnson fellow, so I didn't pick him. I would have liked, you know, 80 days of chaos, right? But I guess it's not. It wasn't really my call, you know. It came down to the end there. Now, what do you think yeah, about dude. Mike Johnson? He's, he's like Stephen Colbert, man. He looks like Stephen Colbert. He reminds me of Stephen Colbert. Is it possible he's playing a character like the old Colbert? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> when Colbert was slightly funny, now he just sucks ass. I can't even watch him. But when I was a kid, well, younger, I used to watch Colbert. But now he's a stiff. Um, mm -hmm. So what do you think about the state of the of the GOP nomination? Then we'll go to the to the general. What do you, what do you think there? Uh, I think Trump's got it in the bag, man. It's just a question of, you know, what can they do to him? Uh, you know, he can run when he's in, you know, if he's incarcerated or if he's convicted. Uh, it's just going to be about, you know, it's going to be pretty wild. There may be some states he can't go to some and, and whatnot. But, yeah, I mean, he's he's clearly the people's choice for the Republican nominee. So, yeah, and, I, and that was my next question. Um, you know, we talked about this with with several people, um, is there a chance he is actually in jail? I tend to think that they don't necessarily have the balls, excuse me, to put him in jail before the election, but they may put a conviction on him and then stay the conviction or something like that uh, before the election. Um, what do you think? And then the next part of that scenario is, is there any chance Ronna McDaniel or whatever the fuck, Romney, whatever the fuck her name is, yeah. uh, and the establishment, and the Republican Party, tried to take it away from them because they can change the party rules anytime they want. Well, they're trying to take it away from him, obviously. But, I mean, you have to war game it out. Look at all the scenarios. Uh, is he going to maybe get amnesty in a different country? He could be like Bill Murray, lost in translation, living in Japan or something, you know, governing the U.S., yeah, can he do it? Can he not? I mean, uh, I guess it just depends who has the best lawyers and uh looks like the Republicans got the Supreme Court. So it's all going down, baby, but I love it, you know. And obviously, you know, I've known Trump for 11 years. You know, I first interviewed him in 2012 back in the day. So I know uh, President Trump pretty well, and he's a good man, a man of integrity and character, and a great American. Now, what about the other candidates? We'll start with Nikki Haley, the neocon disgusting bitch if i'm just being all honest here i really i really hate her uh but what do you think about her and her candidacy yeah i mean what, what you said um the her and her candidacy part she's terrible is she not and did you see her bring out her daughter last week her daughter's like 25 yeah. years old or something 26 years old and you would think uh vivek vivek whatever um had attacked her small daughter, which would be out of bounds if he had done that. But she's a grown woman. She's a surrogate for her mother's campaign, and she had a TikTok. 
And so Nikki Haley tried to make that an issue. Well, I think it's fair to bring up that your own daughter has a fucking TikTok or had one, Nikki. So what's the issue? I don't I don't see that as out of bounds. Do you? Mm, she was accused of having an affair. You have to look into the story. Yes, of Will, yes Will you know about it. You talking about Nikki Haley? I know about Carolina. it, dude. I got that out to the people in South Carolina in yes. 2016. For God Breitbart, knows. Dude. And uh, she um, news, she I mean. took down Trump won the uh, the South Carolina primary because uh, you know uh, Henry McMaster was lieutenant yes. governor he was on Trump's side and freaking everybody hated Haley because she took down the old stars and bars Confederate flag and so uh, she lost pretty handily. Yeah, you know that's awesome that you know about that, and I should have known that you I was there. Know. Well, so I lived in South Carolina for um I. I don't know about, let's see, 2006 through 2014. So about eight years. And I was a political science major and graduated there at USC Upstate. And so she came by when she was running for office and spoke to the poli-sci majors and the history majors. Uh, and so they had us all in the same room. She had a fat ass. I'll give her credit back then in a good way. Uh, but she was just on talking points completely, just completely, you know, stage managed on fake, basically. Um, and there's a website called, uh, Fitz news in South Carolina and Will folks runs it. And so there was a scandal. I think she was already governor then, uh, about her having an affair with him, I think actually. Um, and then, you know, it, it was a big story in South Carolina. Uh, and then I forgot that Breitbart, uh, talked, I think that's the same story right yeah um, dude I had, I had coffee with him in uh columbia south carolina will folks yeah will folks yeah yeah and he's yeah. a big deal in south carolina you know i a guess he's a big deal with with nikki you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's great see i forgot so that you guys to, put so that it's out. good to see a blogger win of course it terrible is. adultery adultery is of course very wrong but uh that's you true, know at least he got the story out there to discourage others. Uh, from the newspaper man. Yeah, that's right. You're right. It is always good to see a blogger win. I'm, I'm a former <laughs> blogger myself, uh, so I have a big heart uh, for bloggers. Perhaps not as big a heart Very as uh, Nikki Haley. Do you has, remember? But... Uh, you remember the Matthew Perry, Aaron Sorkin show, Studio 60, where they yes. portrayed the TV writers as yes. the action heroes. <laughs> yes. America just did not go for it at all. <laughs> Shocking that that didn't work yeah, out. Um, all right. So we talked about Nimrata. What about, uh, okay, so uh, Vivek was mentioned, Vivek. Uh, say it both ways, but uh, what do you think about Ramaswamy? I mean, like, thank you. Come again. You know? <laughs> like, I, you know, I am who I am, and I, I want there to be people like me succeeding. Um, and, you know, I don't see that when you see 94% of the fortune 500 jobs in america over the last year go to non-whites according to forbes right it's the great replacement when they uh when they brag about it so i guess he he talks about it but it's like you know the the brahmin uh the brahmin uh cabal really has a big hand in silicon valley and whatnot so i never even you know heard about this guy until he was sort of uh pushed by these influencers not long ago he comes from pharma so that's true. He does come from pharma. And, you know, I like a lot of what he's saying. You know, I've been positive about uh, a lot of his rhetoric. Um, but there is a question um, about whether he's faking, basically, or he's just saying what he knows people want to hear. Um, he kind of, I see him in these corners of the Internet. Uh, he retweeted Fuentes, actually, or a clip of Fuentes uh, recently and was quote tweeting uh, Cassandra McDonald, former Cassandra Fairbanks. Uh, and so he clearly pays attention to this, this area, uh, I guess you could say. So, um, I don't know. It's interesting, but there is an open question about whether he really means there. He's just kind of doing a um, menstrual show type thing. Well, retweets are good, but I mean, Twitter's all kind of, you know, I love Twitter. I like it a lot, you know, uh, yeah, but you know, you can, you can retweet pretty much anything, you know? So, I mean, the retweets aren't really the policy. Uh, you know, we got to think you know trump did a good job obviously robert f kennedy jr seems pretty legit in uh in what he's saying so uh, uh the zionism but you know 
you know, expect, kind of got to expect that. I think he's. I mean, he kicked it off with kind of the whole, eth- you know, ethnic bioweapons, the race-based bioweapons uh, bit of info there, and then they kind of, you know, freaked out about that. And then Rabbi Shmuley, the PR rabbi, you, you know, Rabbi, Sh- you know, Shmuley. Your PR, we'll get him back. We'll get the candidate back out there. He's healed, <laughs> you know. He comes, you know, the, he has to go to to shul, and you know, and then, then he's back out there in New Hampshire, right? That's how. <laughs> it's like it's like Kabbalah. Did you see Shmuley? You made me think. Shmuley was on with this Muslim guy on Piers Morgan. I forget what was it. The Muslim guy yelled at him. Uh, at the end of that fucking appearance, I don't know. It was so funny. If you haven't seen it, go back and watch it. Smooley is a real character. I have to say, <laughs> Smooley, it's a classic uh, tale here. He just came on and just got as nasty as you could possibly be, and then the Muslim guy got, you know, insanely nasty too. And then Smooley's like, "Why are you attacking me? Why are you attacking me personally?" <laughs> it's like, what well, you just fucking just went hardcore personal against this guy. Of course, he's gonna return the favor, but you know. Ralph, do you remember a book when we were uh, kids? I had to read this. It was mandatory at my school, at my high school. It was called Snow in August. Do you, do you remember I this book? I think I read that. Okay, no. not only what it, was it a book, but it was also a film, okay, about this kid who lives in New York City, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, the Brooklyn Dodgers, you know, we're <laughs> assimilating, you know, in the, in the 1940s, right, when Jackie Robinson <laughs> breaking the color barrier, right? And so the the whole neighborhood is just ravaged by this Irish gang. Like these Irish Catholics are just treat every, I mean, they're like the Taliban, right? And then this kid, this kid meets a rabbi who teaches him how to summon the golem, which is like a big, <laughs> it's like a big mud monster from, you know, from the Kabbalah or whatever. And the golem goes and fights the Irish gang and they made it, they made a movie of it, and the rabbi even hits on the kid's mom in the in the movie. <laughs> you need to show the movie trailer of Snow in August. We had to read this in high school, and it's like, okay, message received. <laughs> Thank oh, you. Holy shit. I want to read it now. Holy fuck. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a trip. And then the rabbi makes it snow in August, right? It's like... Uh, it's pretty, you know, it's pretty wild. Fuck. Maybe we'll have to watch that. It's like a bonus <laughs> thing here on the kill stream. I, I just pulled it up. We'll definitely have to watch the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> pretty great character. <laughs> a Czechoslovakian rabbi is what it says here in the synopsis. <laughs> 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 Holy shit! I thought I did have to read the Outsiders, but that was um, oh, they know. got their hooks into baseball, dude. You know, like the <laughs> Billy Crystal, you know, PBS documentary. I was there when Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier. <laughs> we lobbied very hard for that when all the kids outside <laughs> were lobbying, listening to it on the old radio. <laughs> All right, there, Crystal. Yeah, <laughs> you know I watched all those. Yeah, um, Ken Burns okay, baseball. Okay, Mel Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I love baseball, but like it, the Jews uh, really do love it. Like they're crazy, uh, and they try to like dominate the like uh, propaganda. Not the playing. Not the playing. No, it. not the playing. No, there was that one good Jew player, but that was about it. And uh, Greenberg for yeah, the yeah. Tigers. Yeah, 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 he was a he was a dominant player, but that was like yeah. the Sandy Koufax. Yeah, oh, you're right. How did I forget Sandy Koufax? What the fuck? Okay, so he was even better, but uh, yeah. his career was shorter, but still Hall of Fame legend. Yeah, ERA, I think what was it one point seven or something that year. But uh, anyway, uh, okay, that got off topic in the best way possible. Uh, but what about Ron DeSantis? You know, he came into this. <laughs> he was the guy. He was going to take out Trump. He was even leading in a couple polls. Now, I think those were bullshit. But um, he immediately came in and just nosedive right off the cliff. Uh, he continues to run. I don't really know why. Uh, he for sure will drop out before Florida because he's down 40 points in his own state to Trump. Uh, not the best look, obviously. Um, thoughts on DeSantis? I think he's done as a national candidate forever, but your thoughts? Yeah, he's a total loser, and, uh, you know, he wears the lifts and everything. And, you know, Rubio, the last time around, uh, Rubio had the feminine footwear, too, in Iowa, and, yeah. and I that uh, it was a classic of mine. So, you know, there are certain recurring themes in politics, you know, uh, 
and uh, the the feminine footwear thing is, uh, you know, people didn't like it. People don't like him. He's very awkward. He's very, very strange. Um, just a weird guy. And, um, you know, not not personable in any way. Not real. I'll say he's just, yeah, he's fake. That's what I was going to say. That's my main criticism of him uh, is the fakeness, like the forced facial expressions and the weird smile. You know what I mean? Like you can just tell when somebody's fake. Um, and you know, maybe he got, away, I guess he did get away with that in Florida. Um, but nationally it's a whole different ball game. I talked about this in the summer when I was talking about DeSantis. Um, but it's a different ball game uh, with national politics. Uh, and they focus on stuff like that and little ticks and little, you know, fake moments and weird, you know, stuff gets blown up. I talked about the Dean scream and all this other stuff. Like there's so many examples though. That's just one where this stuff that you can get away with on a provincial level, you can't get away with on a national level. Uh, uh, do you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, uh, DeSantis is just a total, uh, total loser, and the 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 influencers who went for him actually ruined his poll numbers. You know, he was doing a lot better. Then they get like Pedro Gonzalez. Uh, there are people like, oh, about this, you know, and then he just plummets, right? They're, they're, they're literally just hoping that they can railroad Trump out of the race with this deep state, you know, witch hunt against him and all these different places. And I don't even think a lot of people would go for uh, Ron DeSantis, a lot of Trump people, because I don't think they vote for him. Yeah. Even, yeah. Just so evil. Yeah. Even if something happened to Trump or somehow he got the, the nomination, I don't think they would. Good old pay for play, Pedro. Yeah. He really is a piece of work, too. Now that you mentioned him, but. Uh, so DeSantis, Haley, what about Chris Christie? Okay, that's the last one, I guess, uh, other than Trump himself. Big, are we? Are you thinking big? Are you ready to go big with Chris Christie? Uh, no, nah, small timer. <laughs> he'll he'll be out there till the bitter end, though, because he's got nothing else to do. So no, he's, he needs a job, really. Yeah, right. Well, it's funny. He was that. I don't think All I've day. ever seen that. He was promoting his book that's not even out yet during the debate and it was about Reagan or something. He goes, I'm writing this book on Reagan. Yeah. It's going to come out early next year. My book's like, going to be better. My book. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm writing a book. Ralph. What is I know it? you're right. You're writing a book yes. too. Aren't you? It's called like um, El, El Chupacabra or something yes, like that. El Chupacabra. El Tiempo Loco actually was the name that I had. Uh, but Good. I'm writing uh, a book too. Well, what is yeah. it? Uh, it's about Satanists in, in, in Washington, like Aleister Crowley and whatnot, and, and George H.W. Bush and, and, and whatnot. Really? Yeah, and, and it exposes Con Inc. So, Even better. Like, for a real publisher, I can't say which one yet, but yeah, no, it'll be good. Get, get a little uh, flexing. Yeah, uh, right dollar, dollar, dollar bills. Yeah, yeah. Um, royalties, those are always nice. Um, now, Okay, let's go into, well, Zionism. Uh, what do you think about? <laughs> what do you think? Wait a second. <laughs> I thought this was a community there goes, potluck dinner. There goes that book deal. No, I'm just Thoughts, thoughts about uh, Israel, Gaza, and all that stuff, and, and the crackdown on speech. Uh, that they're attempting on college campuses and lives of TikToks out of control. I have a clip from them that I haven't even uh, played yet today where they're just like, you didn't de denounce Hamas. It's like this, I don't know, weirdo. It's some SJW teacher to be sure, you know, some weird leftist, but they didn't denounce Hamas and now they're being put on blast by lives of TikTok and they're trying to get them fired and all this stuff. But that's just one example. Um, what do you, what do you think about uh, that phenomenon? Well, the whole issue, you know, it's like being Archie Moonlight Graham from Field of Dreams. If you step over that foul line to save Kevin Costner's daughter from choking on a hot dog, you can never go back. You can never play again. You can never play with the 1919 Chicago White Sox again. Your youth is over. It's it's done. Now you're an old man. But you know what? You have to do it. You have to do it. So um, it just, you know, it, it is what it is. Once I you think cross that line, you can never go back. Ugh. That right, right, and so for me, it's sort of like you know, I don't, I don't wish anyone any ill will. I, I love Laura Loomer. Laura is a very nice person too. Uh, you know, for you me, knew I was going to uh, bring that up next, didn't you? But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> uh, for, well, the other day, you know, I, I, uh, it was sort of a falling down guy moment. You, you remember the Michael Douglas? Guy yes, class. I love that movie. Yeah. Falling down, actually, that was on the cover of Newsweek, actually, and I have the, 
you know, it was 1993 Newsweek cover, white male paranoia, are they the newest victims or just bad sports? And it was Michael Douglas from Falling Down. And that movie was made by Arnon Miltran, actually, uh, who is the alleged uh, Israeli spy who has a hand in uh, a lot of political media in the U.S., right? So it was, it's too bad. It was a psyop, right? It was like an angry white male psyop. It was still, I mean, we've, like appropriated the character ironically, you know, in our own culture and our memes and whatnot. But I think, I think they, uh, they were trying to like sigh up the whole angry white male, you know, he's going, Bob just went crazy. Idaho man goes nuts today. Right. And, you know, really Idaho man, uh, the, it's Dikembe, you know, it's Dikembe from, uh, from Nigeria in most cases, mm-hmm. you know, rampaging around Idaho. It's not just Bob from the potluck dinner who just lost it one day. And, just started eating people. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's yeah. Good boy. Good point. It's usually Dikembe or, you know, somebody like that. Who's doing some stuff like that. Not the white guy, but um, now, now let's see. Okay. So you did bring up Loomer. Um, have you settled all that? Um, you know, I guess you had said maybe she has some allegiance to the state of Israel and Bibi Netanyahu and stuff like that, which I think is fairly very well documented. For me, look, it was nothing personal. I didn't even, I didn't even, I didn't, uh, I didn't even expect to be having this conversation. It was just sort of, again, a falling down guy moment because I am a, a millennial white male and I am, shall we put it, very aware of the Jewish female voice mm. in society, right? Judge Judy, for instance. You know, stand before me in the court of Judge Judith Scheindlin and we'll figure out. We'll figure out if Quinesha is going to pay today or not right here in the court of Judge Judith. It's, and it's this is on the DMV fucking everywhere. You know, my teachers, my teachers, when I was a little kid, and I'm sure they're putting masks on the kids now. My teachers were very much about this you know christopher columbus brought smallpox white man you know and, and you, you sort of it's almost like it's like pokemon you know like a rotata comes out of the grass and you have to sort of you know get it through through there's just so much like hey there's one and uh, they're doing the banking it's just you you're constantly in that in that grid in that zone you know and then honestly when you see you know, the rise of uh, this Laura Loomer person with her own branding efforts. Like if she, if she, you know, claps back at you on, on Twitter, you've got all of these, like, you know, you got Emma, Emma Rosenstein from the uh, Luma account, you know, <laughs> Luma fan club. And, you know, it's like, get the fuck out of my country. First of all, how about that? How about you stop like cheering on the draining of the blood of Palestinian children uh, you know, like I'm just, you know, at a certain point, like, what are we going to be? Are we going to be the dissident? Right. If so, like I'm the guy that can help you in addition to many other people, of course, but I'm, you know, I'm not the only one, but you know, you look at national file, we've got over 400,000 followers on Gab, you know, we have a mailing list, we have independent ways where it's not just, you know, I guess Laura is not going to share my stuff anymore. That's probably my only consideration, you know, at this point is, but they don't, you know, these, these influencers don't want to share your content anyway because they want to absorb it through their their branding, you know, their com. Like, I don't need this. Loomer, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I yeah. need a subscription to this, you know, <laughs> uh, kind of drags us all down. <laughs> you know, you're right about that, though. Uh, I got yeah. into it, whether you may have seen a few months ago or whatever, but, uh, of course that happens whatever i did go pretty hard with it she's unleashed she's unleashed she's unleashed remember oh remember we were in florida we were hanging out with her and she was like uh oh what'd she say that was just so great we were talking about like the bill like don't hand out anti-semitic leaflets in people's people's lawns or whatever and she's like you know who's gonna take advantage of that bill hair it's like yeah, the Muslims run South Florida. It's it's Muhammad and uh, <laughs> and, and, and Ahmed. 
<laughs> they're behind everything that goes on in Miami Dade. <laughs> it's so funny because I, I don't think people realize, but we were literally hanging out with her. <laughs> and was, I was like over there, and she's eating breakfast. At the, we were friendly at the time, yeah. And we were just all talking. That's fucking funny. It's, it's like surreal to think about now. When but, I know yeah. that someone like that's in the background, though, I go I go harder. You know, I just it's it's Freudian, I guess, as her people would say. It's Freud. It's you know, I just have to kind of amp it up a you little bit. Like, you wouldn't believe he was like, hey. the funniest person in the room, just like going off. Like it was the fucking most. And I'm sitting there just dying, like laughing. Holy fuck! Have you heard of fractional reserve banking? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, you know, I just food for thought, just topical. <laughs> It was hilarious. And then me and him, of course, we ended up hanging out together. Of course, because we got on the same wavelength. It was so funny. Laura that day. Holy fuck. Uh, nice a, girl. Nice gal. Yeah, great gal. Great gal. But the crazy part is, so I got into it with her, but you're right. All these people swoop in out of, it's not just her. Like, it's one right. thing, it's just her. But, like, first off, all these old boomers who are like loomer heads. And, you know, they're just swooping in, saying all kinds of crazy shit. Then, like you said, she's got some chick that runs her fan club or whatever, and she's got her own account. And she's like, you better take this down. Laura's going to sue you. And I'm like, I don't care. Get in line. Like, I, I don't know. I got, like, five lawsuits hanging around. Like, whatever. You'll have to fucking wait your turn. Uh, Laura, Laura suing is the least of my... <laughs> yeah, like, okay. I just luck. expected... Yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was <laughs> Another lawsuit. Okay, well, haven't had that happen before. Uh, but uh, yeah, they thought that was gonna scare me. I don't know. It was it was crazy. But it's funny to think just a few months before that we were all just sitting in that room, <laughs> you know, cutting up. Well, we were cutting up. She was very serious. Um, now, no, I don't like Lure. I I hope she shares. You know, she shares her stuff, and we can have a good relationship. We have a good relationship with her. I we work together. I've you know we've been colleagues and whatnot, and uh, I've uh, helped her. Uh, over the years with different projects uh you know i don't ha i don't hate people it's just just like think uh, put yourself in my goy shoes just walk a mile in my goy shoes okay you know this is a tough damn country folks there is a lot of judge judith judge judith shindlin energy from all directions and i see it I mean, I know, I know what it's like. <laughs> the white man, you know, going around telling Jerome and Devante, yeah, it's the white man. They did this to you. Yes. You know, down at the rec league, you know, did you know Jesse Smollett is, is part of the tribe? You remember Jesse? I did know that. Yeah. He's part. part His of grandmother life. testified. Yeah. You know, oh, we, you know, we tried to raise Jesse, right? You know, we brought him down to play the dribble ball and do the acting. And he became a homosexual. We were so proud. We were so proud of little Jesse, the little, the, the. <laughs> Be careful. Oh man, I could go. Come on, are we gonna do? Can we do kill stream like a live tour, like a live I'm tour? We gotta get you down to Mexico, man. We yeah. talked about this in Florida. At least just come for a week or something down here to Mexico. You will have the time of your life. I have to say. I'm I'm DC. I'm like you know. Oh, you're in uh, DC now. You back in DC? Yeah, taking the nation's capital back. Wow. Well, if you get a chance, I'm telling you, you would like. Now, you don't have to come live here. We were talking about you coming to live here, but you could just come visit. Uh, it would be sick, dude. I think you would. I think you would enjoy it for a week. Not much. Uh, not much Zionist influence down here, actually. Even though one of the top candidates is a Jew, but whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, long story. But you don't really. You know, uh, run into that very often here in Merida and the Yucatan Peninsula. Uh, so I think you'd enjoy it. I don't know if you get a chance. Um, but Loomer, yeah, I mean, I don't hate her either, but I, I think she probably hates me now that I put out that story about the. We just, I mean, asylum. since she was the last one of them who probably doesn't hate me, I maybe it was just a yeah. psychological thing where it's like, I have to end it all now. You know, there's there's no hope. Of go, you know, you just you you just swim out from the <laughs> sinking ship, and now you really can't cross cross back over the no line. Over. Left behind she was the one you had to say, no, he's a good goy. No, he's a good goy. You know, the one the one to vouch was, for you. That's key. You know, it happens. We all have to wrangle with, <laughs> with the strategy here. Yeah. Hey, fuck you and Chad. He says the next president of Mexico is going to be a Jew, but no Zionist influence here. LOL. Well, fuck you. Uh, but yes, that is most likely the case. 
Uh, but that's just happenstance, right? That just happened to take place. Uh, she's uh, Amlo's protege. Long story, whatever. Uh, now, I'm trying to think. Um, what what have you been working on, actually? What, I know you've been doing the campaign show. Uh, mm -hmm. I think every day uh, and posting on Twitter, too. Um, yeah. But and I think you broadcast live on Twitter, too, right? Yeah, we broadcast. We put it up on Twitter at uh, 8 a.m. and uh, band video. So it's, you know, it's a good morning show. It's doing pretty well because we've been doing dunking on grifters. You know, we've been talking about Therno Bitch. You know, we showed <laughs> the picture of him with uh, with uh, Dershowitz, uh, Jeffrey Epstein's lawyer, right? Therno Bitch, who was going for the masks. So we go through our agent poso, you know, tweeting from CIA headquarters, according to the location. By the way, the I get along with both of those people, I just want to say. But anyway, go ahead. Continue. I won't stop you. Dunking, Ralph, as you know, though, like, mm, it's all it's all good. The, it all makes the ratings go up. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's just all that's where I'm at. You know, and it's great. So we do dunking on grifters. Uh, we dunk on, you know, Matt Walsh, too, the anti-panda yeah. activist. He doesn't like. Have you seen this? Matt no, Walsh he's anti-panda because they come from communist China. No, it's just he doesn't like them. He he doesn't think that they should survive. He wants what? to kill them. No, wait, does he really? Him. Yeah, no, he's against them. He's an well, anti-panda. Pandas are amazing. So I thought the argument was going to be for those who don't know, there were two pandas in Memphis. Now the commies took them back, but in order to get pandas for your zoo. The Communist Party mm. has to approve it for you to get pandas for your zoo. So anyway, they ended up taking them back. Uh, but I thought that was going to be the argument. But he, because pandas are amazing. But he actually just mm. wants to see pandas die off. He thinks it's unnatural that we're we're helping them stay alive. He feels that pandas would naturally go extinct, and that it's unnatural for us to keep them alive. And he's expressed this view vociferously. So, uh, I mean, that's <laughs> if you replace Trump uh, with the uh, more electable brand of uh, conservatism that Con Inc. wants, you know, you're talking about killing pandas. Really, is what it comes down to. Like this freakish man who wants to kill <laughs> pandas. And by the way, uh, did you see Lady Ballers by any chance? The Daily Wire. Um, I saw Daily a couple Boring. clips from it. I honestly couldn't subject myself to the whole mm -hmm. film. It looked ridiculous. I didn't. Uh, it was. Uh, you know, it's Juana Man. It's Juana yeah, Man. Right. Remember Juana Man? It was. Um, That's a classic. No, Juana Man with Ben Shapiro in it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll pass. <laughs> For seven million dollars. Wait, they spent seven million on that? For Juana Man with Ben Shapiro in it, yeah. I heard there were all kinds of cameos. I saw Megan Kelly talking about her camera. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh wow, that's right. really enticing me to Ted watch Cruz. the film. Ted Cruz is in it too. Man, what in the fuck? No, it's cringe. It's not good. It's not. Would you star in a Daily Wire film? By the way, Ben Shapiro wants to be. That's what he always wanted to be, right? He's a Hollywood guy. He wanted to make movies and stuff, but you know, he sucks at that. So you know, he must suck because he's Jewish, right? If he's any good, he I would do. I mean, I would take. I would take their money if I could do like a Norm McDonald type cameo, like a Billy Madison, like Norm Norm kind of cameo for seven million dollars. If they gave me seven million exactly, then I would show up for one day. Yeah, I think I could. You know, everybody's got a price. I think if the money was right, uh, and it was a I'd substantial role. Yeah, you know, I, I'm a little picky with my roles, so it would have to be a, a you know a good sizable, at least something either added to the plot or just a really juicy, really meaty role where I could really chew the scenery. I don't uh, want to rip off Juana, man. You know, no, that's no, it's ridiculous. No, it's no. I want to make a movie about like a lost tribe, like. Like, you know, not the tribe that runs the media, but like out in the Amazon, you know, like is there still an uncontacted tribe out there, you know, and you could go into the jungle and, you know, look for them. That's what they could have done for seven million damn dollars instead of Lady Ballers. That okay? blows my mind. We're seven million. Do you know <laughs> what me or you could do with seven million like if we had that for production or whatever and there's like you're so, first off i don't think i would ever need any more money for production ever uh but you're boring what a name Ugh. i i just hate this guy now i mean you blow seven million dollars on lady ballers i don't care what you have to fucking say about politics are you kidding gate came over he had he, that's what he that's what he was gonna do he was gonna remake juana man with ben shapiro in it and that's his big idea. They all went for it. They all. Oh, they had a big premiere. Oh, yeah. You would think yeah. it was the actual Hollywood film. Uh, the way they had a premiere and a red carpet and all this shit. And I was like, what in the fuck is going on, dude? Uh, 
I don't know. There. Oh, I could ask you about this. What did you think about the uh, Candace Owens thing? Uh, with the, no, that was a little while back, but not that long ago, maybe like a month ago. Uh, they finally had the blow-up with her. Of course, it was over Palestine. She wasn't bloodthirsty enough to kill Palestinians. Um, what did What did you think of that? Yeah, so, I mean, is she off the plantation? Well, uh, I don't know if she's officially off the plantation. Sure. Yeah, I don't know if she – she might still have to say we know who We know who owned the ships. <laughs> yeah, I don't think – I think she might still be there, actually, but she went on – on the plantation, you mean? Yeah, I think she's still on the plantation, uh, technically. She's off the mental plantation. I thought CPAC yeah. told me she's off the mental plantation. Yeah, yeah. No? She's off that she's, one. She's but... still on the financial plantation. That's the more important fl- yeah, plantation. Yeah, I think she's yeah. still under contract, but she took a sabbatical because she was, like, very pregnant. I think she was about to have, huh. her, have her kid, and then I haven't she heard She married a white guy, did she not? She did, yeah. Hey, point for the home team, you know? I know. Take one back. I know. I think she's hot. Celebrate it. Yeah, Candace Owen. Uh, and actually, I was. I have a little bit of history with Candace Owen. She, her first interview, uh, and all this was on. wasn't the kill stream. It was the Ralph Retort live way back when, uh, before she got to be a thing. And um, she was a leftist back then. And, <laughs> yeah, I recall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was a leftist. I know. Shock. Uh, and she had started this site called Social Autopsy, and she was getting a bunch of shit from like YouTubers and stuff. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> I was with the Gamergate movement or whatever you want to call it. And uh, Zoe Quinn and Randy Harper, a couple, you know, nutty feminists or whatever that were on the other side. Well, they started attacking her too. So I said, okay, well, let me flip the story and make mm-hmm. it about these two, you know, anti-Gamergate. You know, whores basically frothing at the mouth to attack a young black female <laughs> entrepreneur. I literally cooked this up, and then I kind of <clears throat> encouraged her. She didn't need much encouragement, by the way, um, to like just start attacking those two. And she came on my show, and she was like attacking them in the fucking wildest way. Like you've seen her go off. Like she was doing that, except she was dropping the in Like she was saying everything. Like she went off. I only have one of these interviews. The other one's lost to history. The one with the in bombs and everything else. Um but she went off and then so she did that thing and I kind of changed the a lot of people's opinion in this sector, this area of the internet. And then she went off and came back uh, as Red Pill Black. Uh, I think the next year, and that's when she really took off. Now I was in jail at the time, so I couldn't really uh, get in on that. But she sent me a very nice message while I was in jail uh, thanking me for defending her way back when. So, yeah, I have a little bit of history with Canada. I have a soft spot uh, for her for that reason. She's a hard worker, though. Like, holy shit, she's a hard worker. You should be in the museum. Do you remember the museum? Uh, I do, yeah, the short-lived museum. (laughs) It didn't last very long. There was a lot of interest, but... Yeah, no, shot. Nobody want to go to the museum. <laughs> that sounds like a wild day out, I have to say. Guess what we're doing today, kids? <laughs> Not the museum. <laughs> we got a field trip planned to the museum. Okay, yeah, thanks. I thought we were going to go play video games or something. Yeah. And here's John Gizzy's tape recorder. <laughs> <laughs> when Walter Cronkite asked about Vietnam, remember the time? Like, no, I'm nine years old. Uh, <laughs> Everyone there's wearing suspenders. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! They used to broadcast ABC's whatever the fuck show Monday or Sunday morning show this week, I think, or whatever the and fuck. the uh, end of Vietnamese wife at <laughs> yeah. the. Um, at the buffet breakfast at the National Press Club, you know, in the morning. So. <laughs> it's Ed from the Washington Times. This is Min Shi. She, she totally changed my life. <laughs> the museum. I'd forgot we about live, that. We live in a failed that. time, really. We live in a failed time, Ralph. But we do. We're um, keeping broadcasting going, I'd say. By the way, this hater on the backup channel says, bro, why can't you get a wide variety of guests anymore? I've had a fucking crazy amount of guests the last three months. Are you crazy? Curtis Yarvin was on here recently, actually. Ron Unz, Jim Goad. I like Ron Unz. Yeah. Is Ron Unz a member of the tribe, though? Uh, Well, I mean, yeah. He's he's good, though, in in the the Unz review. Yeah, he's awesome. But, yeah, he is. He is a member. Um, But, yeah, we talked to him. Who else? Chief of Staff... 
give me the list. What was the list again? I don't know. We've had a crazy amount. Fuck you, hater. Go kill yourself. We've had an insane. And Patrick Halley hasn't been on in a while. What do you mean? He's coming back to the show. Whatever. I like to see a white man succeed, you know, like Larry Bird, really. Um, when I was a kid, you know, so with regard to the whole Loomer thing, you know, like, think about it. Like, all right, she's going to be the conservative journalist now. America's Yenta. And it's like, well, what am I getting out of this? You know, when I was a kid, I didn't cheer for Ruth Bader Ginsburg, you know. Uh, what, what? I mean, at a certain point, let's let's just... Let's represent our own corner at least. You know what I mean? Like it's it's easy to sigh up some people and be like, well, uh, this conservative figure said pay your loans, snowflakes. So therefore that must mean we must march on the Golan Heights to get the genie energy deal for the Cheney Rothschild company. Like, whoa, 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 wait, how did that last <laughs> part get in there? Doesn't seem like that's William F. Buckley's, uh, you know, tax reform, uh, Grover Norquist Wednesday meeting bill. There, something about the Third Temple in Jerusalem. What the fuck? Uh, can we, can we, can we go back on that? You know. So I think we should all, we should all be vigilant. They have slipped a few in there, haven't they? <laughs> a few, yeah. <laughs> One or two. I'm like, wait, what? What do you mean? Uh, oh man. Where do you see this thing going? Are we going to have like a major world war or something like that? I think I'll be safe in Mexico. I don't it think looks be like safe. it's already begun, really. It's yeah. just a question of, um, you know, I mean, if, if, if they send over 60 billion more dollars for Ukraine, I mean, that I mean, I mean, that gets handed out to terrorists and arms dealers all over the world. And uh, the money gets pocketed by total hey, criminals. Brown and then, you know, they're trying to send money to Israel it. as well. Uh, Biden now, you know, because he can't get the Ukraine funding through. So this is what it was all about. The 22 days of chaos that we did and everything was trying to block all the war spending. And unfortunately, Biden's going to end up breaking our uh, Joe DiMaggio streak and doing new war spending through what he calls a drawdown, which is not actually drawing down the money that we spend. It's actually drawing down the U.S.'s own supply of weapons and they're just giving it straight to Ukraine. It's going to be another $200 billion. Um, or 200 million rather, but uh, then they're trying to get over 60 billion. So, I mean, if this war spending passes, um, uh, the whole world's in World War III very quickly. The more of these Palestinian children get killed, you know, is Laura Loomer gonna uh, explain to, you know, our kids and grandkids in 30 years when all of the relatives of these Palestinians are still blaming us, blaming America, blaming this, this asshole Joe Biden? The U.S. has now single-handedly unilaterally blocked a ceasefire resolution at the U.N. because the U.S. has veto power on the, U on, the US, on the U.N. Security Council. So that means that this is the U.S.'s war now and the whole world is blaming us. So, you know, you don't like my position on Israel. You can go fuck yourself. Like, we're done with this. Enough. Enough. Yeah, and I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, I think I'll be safe in Mexico. I don't think they'll be sending any forces to to whatever goes on. But, uh, you know, uh, I, it's not looking good. By the way, thank you for the five subs, Brown Box, over there on kick. Very cool of you. And Merry Christmas to you. Um, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, you know, there, I just read today Jake Sullivan, the national security advisor, has apparently told the Israelis uh, that the U.S. will back – uh, basically a full-on war against uh, Hezbollah if they don't have some type of diplomatic agreement. If that doesn't happen, that they'll back the Israelis going into Lebanon as well. Um, that's not the best sign, I don't think. No, Jake Sullivan looks like a zombie. Like, he's yes. already perished. Like, he had, he doesn't have life in his face. Like, I don't know if he is... I mean, some of these people... Like, I mean, we know that there's real vampire stuff that goes on, like, you know what I mean? And so it's like, how real is the whole vampire thing? When you know that, I mean, all through history, witches, right? Uh, the witch with the long nose who lives in the in the forest and uh, <laughs> um, the witch might have poisoned the water. You know? It's like, what? Poison the water? You know, poison the well fucking water? All through history, they've been like... You know, fables about ah, don't go near the the you know, and then you know, cooking the little kids. Like, look, we know, we know that there's uh, human sacrifice that's gone on all through history, and uh, 
you know, these kids, a lot of these kids are getting kidnapped and uh, not good things are happening to them. No, they didn't mean anything by that. What do you mean? It's just a recurring theme. I it's no it's a recurring theme <laughs> through history and at least 109 different stories uh, probably that you could find uh, over over the, the centuries. So. I'm looking through your timeline now to try to fill out the hour uh, with you here, or at least try to. Uh, I see the picture. Again, I get along with Cernovich uh, and always have, but I see him with Dershowitz and then that other guy. They made the they made some movie. Was that the host movie or or something? I can't remember. The other guy got mad at Cernovich, though. He was like full-on Zionist as well. I mean, I guess Cernovich. I don't know Cernovich's position, but... Um, what about Dershowitz? Like, what's going on with him? Dude, Dershowitz was Epstein's lawyer. I mean, let's not pretend that this is like, uh, you know, uh, John Adams representing the British or whatever from the uh, the Boston Massacre. Um, no, I mean, if you're Jeffrey Epstein's lawyer, you know, you're you're not somebody who uh, I really want to hear <laughs> like a lecture about the Constitution and the Founding Fathers because... I think the founding fathers maybe were from a different group. I think maybe the founding fathers looked a little bit more like me than they did Alan Dershowitz. So, you know, with all due respect uh, to the counselor, Mr. Dershowitz, I think, uh, you know, I'll, I'll reserve my own opinions about the Constitution. Right? This, this absolute sack of human garbage named Alan Dershowitz wrote an entire book arguing for vaccine mandates to force the mRNA injection clot shot genocide needle should tell you everything you need to know. I mean, Epstein had a hand in all kinds of stuff linked up with Jeffrey Lander, uh, linked up with uh, MIT. Um, I mean, Bill Gates, obviously. So uh, we know what's going on here. Robert Maxwell, Ghislaine Maxwell's father, well-known accused Israeli spy. There's a book on it called um, Robert Maxwell is really super spy, which is really, good book um but yeah no it's all it's all Mossad and israeli and we're just sick and uh sick and tired of it you know all people people will argue with me because they'll be like well how did the paragliders get through the iron dome and then we give them enough for the iron dome and they're like shoot them down yeah no, but no, but they're all these Call of Duty bobs, and they're all like, "Oh yeah, well they were they were low flying. Do you want the Iron Dome to go off every time a bird flies by?" And I'm just like, "Bro, get out of my country! Like, stop taking my money. Fuck you! Just uh, enough! Like, I don't. This is not going to be part of my world. This is not going to be part of our future. This ridiculous war. Like, people need to see it right now." And maybe, you know, some of the loomer heads out there, maybe uh, Jessica Greenblatt uh, from Brandeis, the Brandeis Young Republicans Club or whatever, who runs the Luma Lipstick Challenge, uh, you know, all her damn promo and freaking accounts and whatnot, you know, uh, I don't I don't need her perspective. <laughs> I don't need her perspective on, on these matters. I need the perspective of, you know, we, the Goyam, as they call us, you know, why don't we just own it? You know, why don't we just own what they, they call us and say, you know, we, we need Goy news. We need uh, a Goy perspective of uh, how are we going to survive? Because think about how they, think about how they talk about the Palestinians, right? Mark Levin, the Nazis, the Nazis, these Palestinian Hitler lovers, the Nazis. And meanwhile, they've been spreading all this, all this stuff about like, even the children had Mein Kampf, you know, nestled under their pillow at night. It's like, really, really little, little Muhammad Jr. had a copy of Mein Kampf. <laughs> just, just like Santa Claus slept in under his pillow. <laughs> Every night he's just going through it. Really, I don't know about that. Avid Hitler lover, Muhammad Jr. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, they have their own reason to fucking hate Jews. Like, what the fuck? Like, I, they don't need Hitler, right? Like, anyway, I. I saw that too. Look what we found here. It's, it's a brand new copy of Mein Kampf. It's not even creased. Like, <laughs> how did this get here? Yeah. You know, Pinocchio, uh, his nose got bigger when he would lie, you know? So there's a lot of wisdom and fables. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, yeah, I heard that one, actually. Uh, now, complete radical. Well, I don't know. The Zionists run Ukraine, too. But uh, mm. what about Gonzalo Lara? We know him as Coach Red Bill uh, here on the show. and he, I, I knew him personally. Now, we had a falling out. But now he's in Ukrainian prison uh, getting tortured, probably, which I don't wish for him. I actually want him to be freed. Uh, Tucker did an episode with his father last week, I think. Um, mm. What do you know about Gonzalo Lara? Yeah, I mean, everybody uh, has a big question mark about what his uh, status is in terms of, you know, he probably is being tortured and uh, they're certainly not letting him get the word out. And even like the community note on some tweet on, uh, you know, X was like, he clearly broke the Ukrainian law. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, Ukrainian law. That's, I'm sure, I'm sure that's all above board. You know. Yeah. But, uh, no, it's uh, it's too bad. You know, Zelensky, we had the Zelensky leaks at National File. The former, you know, we got into the former Zelensky administration officials and they just basically told us everything and it's all been confirmed. You know, I was on One American News recently, so I'm still making the news work, you know. Um, it's too bad that, like, these influencers just kind of, like, rip me off and they, they just want to push uh, Israel so much. But it's a big internet, you know, we're, we're getting the, the news out there and you know, Duncan on grifters, which helps our ratings, you know, the viewership go up, which is good. That's true. Yeah, I saw some merch too, yeah. Yeah, where could you get that merch? Uh, like, we, we've been making ornaments. Like, we're going to really? have like anti-Kevin McCarthy Christmas tree ornaments and stuff. Very cool. A lot of Christmas stuff, yeah. It's going to be good. Feliz Navidad. Coulter, our producer, Kim Coulter, is Ann Coulter's niece. She's really? The, yeah, she's the producer of the campaign show. She, She's my producer, so. Wow, I didn't know. She's like you know Larry David. I'm just I'm just Jerry Seinfeld. I just you know show up and you know uh, the the coffee better be there. And if the coffee's there, you know turn on the camera and I dance. I dance like a a monkey, and then I just you know I go on with my life. You know, have it all written for me and uh, say the words. Here you go, America. (laughs) Oh, go! It'll be good. I wish I had somebody like that. Uh, <laughs> now, well, I do have uh, chief of staff here, but uh, now I was going to ask you, what was I going to ask you about? I'm looking through your uh, your timeline here. Um, so InfoWars, you're still doing some stuff with InfoWars. They released uh, Owen Troyer from, from prison recently. They restored uh, pretty much all the guys back on Twitter. Uh, talk to Harrison Smith. We're going to get him back on soon. I don't know the day yet. It's kind of hard to book sometimes around this time of year. Um, but we're going to have him back on soon. He already agreed um, and uh, like him a lot. But w- what do you think about the, uh, the Shores case? I saw Tucker talk to – I guess he talked to him yesterday too. I haven't seen it yet. But um, thoughts on the, the InfoWars sector yeah i was uh lucky enough to talk to owen like very shortly before he went in and uh you know uh, i was concerned because obviously they put him in fci oakdale in louisiana it's like oh man really and uh so it was pretty it was pretty bleak because they had him in solitary confinement for an extremely long time and you know baked alaska was telling me what it's like in solitary confinement it's like dungeon style torture he said so 23 and one yeah yeah but then you're in the, if you're in the general population, then, you know, uh, maybe Deontay needs another pile of uh, slop in the cafeteria, you know, might take one for uh, the James Comey team, you know. So it's, um, you know, uh, really mentally, psychologically, you know, an experience like that, you, you have to be present every single moment. And it's all and it's so punishingly boring that being present every single moment changes you, I think. I mean, I haven't been, but... Solitary confinement. I've been to jail, and I wasn't prison. Um, And I never had to go to solitary confinement, but... um, So you could just be on solitary confinement and have no punishment, which means um, it still sucks, though, because you're in your cell for 23 hours every day, and then they let you out for an hour and basically have an hour Mm -hmm. to to shower or whatever. Uh, And there's nobody else out, too. It's just you out for the hour. Um, and you have an hour to walk around. Maybe you can go outside, maybe not, or you can just walk around the pod uh, and take your shower or whatever, and then you go back in for another 23 hours. Now, if you're in the hole, uh, which I think they put Baked Alaska in the hole, uh, in the hole, it's the same thing, 23 and 1, except during the day, 
they take away your mat. They take away your pillow. You you only can lay on the floor. Uh, I think they may leave your blanket, but that's iffy. I don't remember if they let you keep your blanket or not, but they take your mat. They take your pillow uh, so that you have to stay awake um, basically during the day until like 10 p.m. or something like that. So, yeah, it can definitely drive you crazy. Uh, it's psychological torture uh, is what it is, so... It's fucked. Um, now, let me ask you, Tony and chat, wish you a Merry Christmas. I wish you a Merry Christmas, too. Uh, what are you going to do for Christmas? I'm going to be in Tulum uh, for Christmas uh, with a friend of mine, I'll say, uh, down here uh, in Mexico. But um, what are you going to do for the for the holiday? Uh, we're going to be, we're probably going to, you know, do some stuff in, in the Commonwealth of Virginia um, and whatnot, have a party and uh you know in dc dc is a beautiful place too so you know i had so much fun in dc they closed down harry's dude i mean as much well they closed you know um the diner isn't 24 hours anymore yet another casualty of this pandemic yeah but Um, i read on twitter somebody told me they were closing harry's is that true dude really i mean that's what they said I love Harry's. I met so many people. That, yeah. I think we hang out at Harry's before. Actually, now I think about it. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I had so many good times at Harry's. You don't have the Trump anymore either after the stolen rigged election. Ivanka sold the Trump Hotel, which was like a yeah. political nerd. It was like being Eloise, you know. Hey, yeah, there's who Rudy, would walk in there. Yeah. Rudy Giuliani and then just some other random, you know, some Well, NBA you players. could literally just go into the bar uh, and chill uh, and all kinds of like elected officials and pundits and shit just walking through. Yeah, it was wild. So much fun. Yeah, I had a Go lot on. of fun. I had a lot of fun in DC. Well, I'm hoping you're going to have a, a Merry Christmas. Um, now, tell people where they can find you as well. And then I'll think of one more question uh, before you go. But tell people where they can watch the campaign show, uh, where they yeah. can support your work. Uh, I know National File and stuff like that too, but uh, any any places they can support you, watch you. Yeah, yeah. So we got national file. So uh, this is going well, and uh, we're, we we have to position ourselves as an independent, uh, you know, voice. We're not going to have these influencers, you know, helping us and whatnot because uh, all these, you know, branding uh, vultures and whatnot are doing their own thing. So, uh, what we are, you know, I think we're positioned to be, you know, to really step up, and you know, I want to represent the people who I care about, you know, who do not have a voice in this, who are not you know, a Jewish female or some other kind of category. Uh, you know, I love, I love black women. Don't I ever. And, uh, <laughs> Latinas, mm, Asians. Oh, well, I mean, I, I, I love all the people, but you know, let's, let's just be real about the fact that, you know, we're getting wiped off the face of the earth here. And so we got to think about, uh, you know, sort you know, saving the white race, saving America, saving Western civilization, saving Christianity and everything good. Patrickreports.com. So you can go to patrickreports.com and send me an email and uh, I'll get back to you. Very cool. Also, I just saw this tweet from you. I'll read this and then ask you one more question. It says, if Ali Park can time travel and he makes a blunder in the 1920s, does that affect our era a la Back to the Future? I I just been, dude, I've been so concerned about this, you know, because sometimes... I'll see an old photo and I'll think it's like the end of the shining. Like, is that Ali? Has he like morphed into the photo at the overlook hotel or whatever they get, you know, I just, I just don't know. So is it like back to the future where everything is slightly different? If Ali, you know, makes some kind of, uh, you know, blunder or something, you know, and I don't know. I mean, it's, is it, is it the butterfly effect? Um, but we need to kind of we should figure that out if you know if he's going to be time traveling if he has the pass if he has the pass meanwhile speaking of daytime you know i was uh, i was watching your dr phil oh you uh, saw that the tourettes yeah. if you have tourettes do you get the jq pass i mean can you talk about the banking and, and whatnot do people <laughs> just to- randomly yell out uh, facts about them yeah you know i wonder uh maybe i'm having a case of that myself um I'm not sure. All you would really need, strategically speaking, you know, is is one or two people who have a past like that who can go on, you know, live TV, and you know, maybe we'll 
we'll find that moment where it just gets excused totally. I mean, Kanye brought us along a long way, you know, he was like our, our George Washington really, <laughs> but <laughs> we have more terrain to traverse in the Range Rover crossing the Delaware. <laughs> yeah. Crossing the Potomac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. One more, by the way, this guy's one of the funniest motherfuckers I've ever seen. And in Florida, he just had me dying there at that house. Like, I mean, I was literally just almost choking to death. I was laughing so hard. Uh, and he's very funny here on the show too, as you can see. Give us one prediction for the next year. Um, we're coming up on the new year, too. Do you have one? I know it's putting you on the spot. Mm. But can you make one prediction about 2024? I predict that... Um, mm, I mean, I just... I predict that the, the people are going to, you know, obviously win in every way except uh you know we just have to make sure that they're not going to steal it so they are going to try to steal it that would be my prediction we already know that so uh you know everything that they tried to do last time they're going to try to do it again so I would agree with that, and I'm very happy uh, to have had you back on the program tonight. We're right at the hour here, uh, and thank you so much, brother. It was good talking to you. Let's not make it as long uh, next time. Good luck on the campaign show. Uh, I'm usually not up that early, but I have watched some of the replays uh, on Twitter uh, here and there. Uh, so thank you, man. I appreciate you taking time to come back on the kill stream. All right, Ralph. Much love, man. See you soon. Yep, see you soon. Patrick Howley. Future first ballot kill stream Hall of Famer here live on the kill stream.